Welcome to the Healing Begins podcast channel. My name is Pastor Gail Crock. I'm the Executive Director of Spiritual Care. And today we're going to talk about anger at God and forgiveness of others. And so I'm going to talk about this in the context of like a loved one being killed suddenly and taken from you, someone who's been raped or violated, someone who was taken and put into sex trafficking, Maybe you had a family member that was murdered, sexual abuse, someone who was tortured, or even someone who was violated by someone in the church setting. So something that is very, very hard to deal with. And anger with God is something that needs to be processed through. And I want to say in the very beginning is this. If you have had something very violent go down in your family with one of your friends and it has deeply affected you, the first thing you probably need to do is find somebody who knows how to do grief work, who knows all about grieving. On my podcast channel on episode 45 is entitled Processing Grief. I had a guest, Gwen Capsha, the grief guide, who might be a really great resource if you are going through something real traumatic and you still find yourself in the grieving process. So today I want to try to tackle anger at God and forgiveness of others realizing that if you have been through something really recent this is something that you really need to sit down with somebody and process through this face to face with them getting your questions answered and working through your emotions and your feelings. Um, in the episode, The God That Goes Before, I talk about being in Costa Rica and going up into a mountain rehab where there was 40 girls that had been rescued from sex trafficking, prostitution, and drugs. And when we were talking about healing, forgiveness, and anger at God, we had to process through this. And it was extremely difficult as they expressed their pain and there was tears and a lot of crying and so let's talk about why bad things happen to good people probably the number one subject that people often want to ask about now I want to say from the very beginning I don't think I'm going to answer all your questions nor will I have the answers you need or that will satisfy you but this is the best way I know how to explain what is happening in the world there is evil in the world and there is good in the world. You know, we have God and, and the, and heaven and angels and we have Satan, devils and demons. So you got all that going on. And so when God created Adam and Eve, he created them with a free choice. He even created the angels with a free choice. Well, how do we know that? Well, before Adam and Eve were created, Lucifer fell from heaven he made the choice to try to take over God's throne and he fell from heaven and he took a third of the angels that supported him with him as he fell from heaven. So even the angels in heaven had a choice of whether they were going to stay with God or leave God. So when God made Adam and Eve, he made them with a free choice. And he put two trees in the middle of the garden the tree of life and the tree of knowledge and good and evil and there was one tree they were warned if you eat of this tree you will surely die Adam and Eve chose to eat of the tree of knowledge and good and evil 
and sin came in the world, and when sin came in the world, death came in the world. So free choice is something that is really, really huge. We see Cain killing Abel in Genesis 4-7, and God says to Cain, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door and desires to have you, but you must rule over it. So, you know what? We have a choice whether to live for God or disobey God. And then when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, God uh, made coats of skin for them to cover their nakedness. And that was the first animal sacrifice. And it says in Revelation 13:8 that Jesus was the lamb slain before the foundations of the world. And so God has always had a plan. But you might say, well, why did he make us with free will? Well, he made you with a free will because the bottom line to God is he wanted you to serve him, not because you had to, but because you wanted to. But because of the free choice, because of that problem, people can make choices around us. And those choices wind up hurting us and hurting many other people around us. And then, especially if people have evil motives and intents, they can really do a lot of damage in a lot of people's lives. So when Adam and Eve fell into sin, there was a plan in heaven that God the Son, Jesus Christ, would come, live, and die on a cross, and pay our price in hell, and he would suffer greatly for us so that we could go to heaven. Listen to what Jesus went through. First of all, they twisted up a crown of thorns and they put it on his head. They pulled out the hair in his beard. They spit on him. They beat him. They whipped him with 38 uh, lashes of a whip. Now this whip had metal in it and every lash would take hunks of flesh out of the Lord's body. They took his clothes off. They mocked him. Nails were driven in his hands and his feet. They hung him on the cross for hours. And when he died, he descended into hell and he took our punishment. He understands our pain because when he died, he took everything you could have ever suffered. He took it on the cross with him and he suffered and he died. He descended into hell and he took the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and he arose from the dead. He was falsely accused and unjustly put to death. I don't know anything more than that that could be terrible. The cross and being crucified would have been the worst PTSD event in the entire world. And then when he hung on the cross and he was dying, he looked down at the very people that put him on that cross and a lot of them were religious and he said in Matthew 6 Matthew 6:15 Father forgive them for they know not what they do and then he said but if you do not forgive men their sins your heavenly father cannot forgive you so the beauty of it all when Jesus died he took your suffering on himself so that you actually could be healed and if you're really angry at God, that's exactly what the devil wants. Because God is the one that wants to heal you. Jesus is the one that wants to bring healing in your life. 
He wants to take something that was horrific that happened to you and he wants to put it on himself and he wants to carry it so you can have healing. And you might not see how this could ever happen, but down the road a ways, after you've received healing and have had time to grieve, God often starts to make people's misery their ministry and they start to help others. And the Bible says in James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is coming from above, coming down from the Father of lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So God does not cause bad things to happen to good people. Then in John 10.10, 10, talks about Satan's ministry, the thief. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. So you can see when there's murder, when there's rape, when there's violence, death, and all that evil, that that's the ministry of the enemy. And yet God is in the middle of all this wanting to get us through, wanting to help us. And this might even be making you mad. This, you know, you might have to process through this with somebody because the maybe the the event you went through was so raw and it was so hard to get through. Processing through why I should forgive is another thing you need to do. It's a must. You know, Acts 3.19 says, Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so the times of refreshing can come from the presence of the Lord. You see, the Lord desires to release His healing presence on you, but when we are mad and angry and we judge Him and blame Him for things He never did, it just blocks God's healing presence from our lives and it plays into the hands of the enemy because the enemy does not want you to go to God and he does not want you to get to the point where you can not have anger at God and where you can actually find forgiveness like the release of forgiveness so you can be free in your own heart. I remember talking to someone one time and they said no. I will not forgive that person. They desire, they deserve to go to hell. Well, you know what? We all deserve to go to hell because we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the problem is, a lot of people are allowing someone who's been dead and gone for years to keep them in prison in their own heart. Why allow someone to do that? You know, it's often been said that forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. When you release forgiveness towards somebody else and you release the anger of God and, you, and you're not angry at Him no more, then healing and peace is flooded back into your heart. Forgiveness does not mean what happened to you is okay. Forgiveness does not mean you let down your boundaries and you let someone run over you again or into your life. Forgiveness means in, in spiritual care we have the hooks. I'm taking them off my hook. I'm going to put them on God's hook. I'm going to let God deal with them. Then there's another really good verse in John 20, 23. Whosoever sins you remit, the I remitted. Whoever sins you retain, the I retain. Now, I don't say I remit you. I say I forgive you. Now, the word remit in the Greek language has an interesting meaning. It means to send it away. When we say God... I'm putting this on God's hook. I'm putting this person on God's hook. 
I don't want to deal with this in my heart no more. Then all that junk I was dealing with and carrying in my heart goes away. But when it comes back, we got to continue to give it back to God. Now, here's the other thing that happens. When I say I will not forgive you, I refuse it, then it's all bound up in our heart. Then all that crap, all that emotion, all that pain is bound up in our hearts and we're stuck in that state until we can process to the point where we can let go. Then it says in Ephesians 4, 26 through 27, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are angry. Do not give the devil a photo and a foothold. And if we let anger turn into bitterness, the enemy has then a foothold in our life until we can release it, until we can forgive. Then in Matthew 18 talks about if we don't forgive, we'll suffer from mental torment. So you can see in how forgiveness, putting something on God's hook, not necessarily going to the person that hurt you, but saying, God, by an act of my will, not by how I feel, I give this person to you. Carrying this in my heart has been making me sick, and I'm sick of carrying it there. So the anger at God and the forgiveness is a must to process through this, because if you don't get to the point where you can release this, talk about this, and deal with these feelings, eventually it will cause mental health problems and it'll start to cause physical problems in your body. So I wanted to talk about anger at God today and I wanted to talk about why bad things happen to good people and forgiving others. But I'll tell you right now, if you have been through something very dramatic, Jesus loves you. He understands your struggle. Don't give up on the Lord. Don't throw the Lord out. You know, because the Lord, His hands are reaching out to you. I don't know why it happened to you the way it did. All I know that is that God loves you and He wants to somehow down the road make what you're going through, use it to help others. You know, your life is valuable and your life is important. So I pray today that you will be able to process through anger at God and the f forgiving other people that have hurt you based on what Christ already did for us. Wow, what a message. And yet, if you've been traumatized, what a difficult message to listen to. Now I'd like to pray for you today that are listening. For those of you that have been through really tough events and you don't know how you're going to make it through i want to pray for you heavenly father jesus you are the good shepherd of the sheep you love us you care about us and you care about the ones out there under the sound of my voice today that are hurting that don't know how they're going to be able to let go of this so lord i pray that you would give them strength and i pray that you would watch over them and I, put, I pray that in the midst of the, your, their pain, you would put your loving arms around them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast on anger toward God and forgiveness of others. May God bless you in your quest of finding healing and strength. And may the Lord be with you always. I invite you to like our podcast channel on Spotify, Amazon, Google, Pandora, we're on all the different channels. 
and share this channel with a friend. God bless you, praying for you, and have a good day. This podcast is brought to you by Tharnapple Flooring and Furniture, where beautiful homes begin.